Welcome to The Savvy Founder, the one place for entrepreneurs and business owners, away from the everyday bustle, where we help you find your path to a profitable and bright future. Now here's your host, The Savvy Founder and armchair sociologist himself, Philip Topham. Hello and welcome to The Savvy Founder. I'm Philip Topham, your host. This week, I really want to talk about something that's really important to me. I've worked with a lot of founders, and one of the topics that sort of comes up and people are shy to talk about, and that is success and failure. And then, so this episode, I'm going to dedicate it to all of those of us that are entrepreneurs that are willing to get up every day, take a step forward, and don't really worry about what that means. Or we do worry about it, and we worry, and we worry that we have imposter syndrome. So this episode's for success and failure. And let me first talk about where did this topic come from? What's going on here? I talk to a lot of different founders. Um, I also coach founders. And you may have heard some of the past episodes where I've interviewed founders. And one of the topics that's sort of never quite talked about, and that is the mental health of a founder and all the angst that goes through a founder's day to day, week to week, month to month. Uh, you may have listened to the uh, interview with John Showers. Uh, he has a compelling story where he ran a business for a couple of years, put his entirety into it. And of course, they had to shut that down. And he's now on to the next chapter of his life, but not without a lot of angst. Also, you may have listened to the episode with Rand Fishkin. He was the author of Lost and Founder, a brutally honest re uh, review of his journey and uh, also talks that book talks about the mental anguish uh, in that process that he went through. Additionally, uh, as I'm now at, this is, will be episode uh, 24 or 25, somewhere around there. We're not sure when it be released, but I'm halfway to my goal of 52 and I have my own success and failure issues. You know, is this podcast really making a difference for people? And uh, is it helping shave somebody a week, uh, a month, a week, a day in their startup journey? And so I'd like to talk about success and failure. So the, why, why, again, why this topic? And what struck me about it is who gets to define what success and failure is. Most often in the startup world, the investors are out there really saying, hey, you need my money to build your business. I want successful entrepreneurs. And that's the entirety of the message out there is raising money. I want successful entrepreneurs. And what you don't really hear is why they're saying that is, for an investor, a successful entrepreneur is any investor that returns them a high rate of return. Yeah, let me say that again. For an investor, 
a founder that returns a high rate of return is a success. Everybody else is a failure. Might sound harsh, but that's the narrative that I see so often stated. Now, to be fair, investors will say, no, 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 that's not what I mean. Uh, you know, everybody trying is great. We love them. We want to invest in them. We want them to be successful. But realistically, when an institution raises a, a, a large pool of money, $5 million, $10 million, $20 million to put into startups, uh, they tell the people that put in the money, there's an expectation of, of a, you know, they're going to manage the risk. And what does that mean? What it means is they're going to invest in 10 companies or 20 companies, and they're going to spread the risk out. Some companies are going to completely not return the money. They're going to lose all the money that was invested. And then other companies will make a little bit of money, but they not make a lot. And then a few will hit it out of the park and really return lots of money to the investors. Overall, the investor wants to have a, great, a positive rate of return, and that is a successful investment strategy. But when you drill down to it, what it really means is the one that, that returned 10 times the investment was a successful venture. The other four or five that just uh, returned average returns or modest numbers, they are moderately unsuccessful. They weren't successful enough to be called successful. They weren't enough to be called a failure. Uh, but from a perspective of the founder, you know, from the investor, they didn't get their money back. And then, of course, the companies that had to stop operations, shut down, those were complete failures. So that's the, that's the side that we hear all the time. And when we also listen to other podcasts where they're interviewing successful founders, these aspirational stories, for every one of those stories, there's 10 or 12 other founders out there that didn't have the huge exit. So the airwaves are full of this belief that only successful, you know, success is defined by an exit and a huge um, return to the investors. Now, I completely respect that from the investor's perspective, but what about from the founder's perspective? From the founder's perspective, boy, if you're defining your success only by having a large exit, the odds are really against you. It's not to say anything about your capability, your capacity, your humanity as a person, but just look at any of the statistics and the numbers of companies that really hit it out of the park are pretty small. And that's where we as humans can get really into our own heads and think about, hey, we didn't have a success. Now, let me tell you about my own situation of, of uh, being a CTO in a startup founder, uh, building some technology. In that space, the built that business from zero to about 2 million in sales annually, you know, 86% gross margins, you know, phenomenally great business. Uh, but I ended up exiting after putting six years, five and a half years of my life into that business. Uh, and it was considered a failure by many people around me 
that I didn't have an exit. What's very interesting about that is that's one way to frame the story. The other way to frame the story is, hey, I absolutely learned how to sell and build a business to 2 million a year. I absolutely built technology that nobody else had been, been able to solve. I ended up with patents and peer review publications. These were all phenomenally, uh, phenomenal accomplishments that others, when I talk about those, are like very impressed. It was the early days of machine learning and AI. So those are very positive things. But what goes on in your head is you sort of think about, well, I spent all this time expecting to have this return and, and it didn't happen. The interesting irony of the situation due to some very small fluke on a, on a cap table um, with some joint ventures, I ended up with, a, I, even when I left the company, I had a small equity left. And just this year it was sold for quite a, quite uh, for a, uh, seven figure number. And uh, this is where I can say honestly that I got a five figure exit, a small exit out of the business. And was that, uh, you know, on one hand, you could say that, wow, that was very disappointing. It was seven figures. I was the, uh, instrumental in the technology and I didn't get much out of it. But realistically, that was a gift from all the effort that I'd put in. It was wonderful to receive that and have the opportunity to. Uh, you know, uh, take a vacation and do a little bit of extra things. So when you're really talking about this thing about success and failure, really consider what is, who are you listening to? Are you listening to people who only measure things by a paycheck, a dollar? And if you fall into that category, if you get if you run a startup and you work for a day and you don't come home with a dollar, uh, some people might say that you're since you made no money you were worth less. You know you had no worth, and others you know, uh, but that's really not what an entrepreneur focuses on. If you're focusing on just on the money, then you're probably in the wrong kind of business, and so. I want to share with you one of my own uh, in this last week as these things were happening and people were talking about their own struggles with their startups. I went back to my original, um, something that I had written in ninth grade as part of a advanced placement English class, honors class. We were to do creative writing and write a poem. And I wrote a poem and it was called The Path. And I've published that on LinkedIn. I've also published on my LinkedIn, uh, The Savvy Founder. You can look at it there. But it's a philosophy of the only person that you are you should be che checking for success or failure is yourself. You know, did you live by your principles? Did you get up in the morning and, and work on a meaningful struggle? And so... When you think about things, when you get up in the morning and you're faced with issues, you can ask yourself, is that issue a molehill or a mountain? Is that a success or a failure? Some people might look at a molehill and go, ah, I don't have to worry about it. I'll just step over it, uh, move on. Other people will try to step over it and they'll trip and they'll fall down. 
And one person will say, hey, that person was successful for stepping over the molehill. Another person will say that person was a failure for tripping over the molehill. And I will say, what, who learned the most? The person that tripped on the molehill probably realized that, hey, maybe I should pay attention to those molehills. The person who stepped over it might not have even noticed the molehill and just ran over it. And the next time they're running down the trail, they step on the molehill, trip and break their ankle because they never even paid attention to the molehills. I fully believe that you're, you're being fully in control of your own perceptions and judging yourself by your own value system. It was what defines success not listening. And so in, in general, you should not be listening to the way investors have the narrative, nor should you be, or anybody else that judges your worth by uh, the size of your paycheck, the size of the, the business you have. Those are all measures of um, economic value, but it is not a measure of your human value. and that's something that I really wanted to get out there. This is a short episode, but I really want you to think about for your own situation, what is your, how do you measure success and how do you ignore the naysayers that call your success a failure? And even when you do quote, have a setback, how do you reframe that recast it to say, Hey, I learned something from it. That was a success. And that's really what it means when we say fail forward, fail fast, so that you can succeed quicker and better and live the life that you deserve. I hope this episode was helpful for you as, you, as it's a topic that's not very much talked about. Again, thanks for listening. I'm Philip Topham, the Savvy Founder. Please share this with another founder so they too can shorten their journey Wishing you all a bright and profitable future in both your personal and business lives. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and check out our website for tips, thesavvyfounder.com. You can also follow Philip on Clubhouse at The Savvy Founder. Wishing you a profitable and bright future. Safe journeys. See you next week.